Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the stream That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going. Leave the sink and ship behind. Come on around all right hey welcome to the outdoor zone tj graney and cody ryan and beefsteak coming live are we are we live we are live we are we on yeah well (laughs) i didn't i didn't see the flare on that (laughs) You? Hey, good morning, regulators. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning. <clears throat> New right now on 102.7 ESPN here in Austin, Texas, or as a live recorded podcast, 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms and the outdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. Veteran outdoor journalist and founder of Kids Outdoor Zone, KOZ, and co-managing the ranch with me every week is Cody Ryan, professional angler and communicator. He's here somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Obviously, you've been laid up in bed with nothing to do and have written a entire show. You've, I, you're welcome. I tell you're just you're just sitting here writing and writing, and the entire show is just going to be scripted. TJ's <laughs> TJ's book, his second book, basically chapter four book is of what thoughts. today's show. Book of thoughts. And last but not least, Beefsteak Disco, oh, and yeah. he is a uh, a specialist when it comes to Facebook Marketplace and <laughs> Craigslist. And uh, picking up and any kind of junk available, firewood, neighborhood can... watch or neighborhood app. So, uh, and he has weird fact: he has the largest collection of unused firewood in the state of Texas. <laughs> right? Ask him. Yeah, Go well. to our social media at theoutdoorzone.com and ask Beef. Hey, send me a picture of that firewood stack there, cowboy. Hey, you all are going to be calling me, asking me for firewood. I know it. Come this this winter. <laughs> what, during yeah. what, the burn ban? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it's fic- hey, look, TJ got a haircut, man. Wow. He no longer looks like no, he didn't professor. get a haircut. <laughs> Hey, he's so, getting older and doesn't have any hair left. <laughs> that was a lot so. shinier than I remember on top. Man, this last I, hey, week. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate the love. Uh, this is. Well, I just was saying, zone. did you wax it or what? How'd you get it so shiny? Wax on, wax off. Uh, oh. Just wanted to uh, say hi. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Uh, we are just moved in. The we we spent the last couple of weeks uh, lifting up the old bunkhouse. It's a little bit of a shack, and uh, moved it out to the new ranch and here on one hundred two point seven. And you know, it's uh, it's not all every day that we move that old building. We've moved it a couple of times, but we're excited to be here in our new home. Uh, for our live broadcast and uh, i don't know about we there i don't know about we <laughs> beefsteak was out there boating around while <clears throat> i was working on it tj was like oh i don't feel good i think i have to stay home this week so what in the world is up with the last him? the last 12 miles running those mules dragging the <laughs> cabin all by myself you know what I had mules finally mules carrying wait a minute wait, wait 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 what do you hear that Wait, a a little wine? A, oh, little, a little? You want some cheese with that? <laughs> oh, jeez. Now, no, I'm, no, just, I'm just, no, we should applaud him. I mean, he's finally doing some work around here. I guess. That, <laughs> <laughs> man, I used to firing back. Oh, Holy cow. It's a new show. It's a new beef. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since beef's fired back. Oh, well, if God. you haven't heard our show before, this is your first time hearing us here on ESPN 102.7 ESPN. And uh, if you've been following us on our podcast, then you know what we're doing. But those who are our new live listeners here on Sunday morning, uh, we get together every Sunday morning. And we talk about hunting and fishing and we talk about whatever we feel like talking about, really. Uh, just a bunch of guys sitting around the whole hunt shack. And um Yeah. It's, uh, and right now there was a cloud outside. I saw a cloud on the horizon. So I was thinking, Hey, it's going to rain. I better, I better be prepared. No, that's a, yeah, we're in, no, we're in quite the, quite the drought, but I have, I have synopsized this entire thing. This happens every year. We have this drought that happens during July and August every year in Texas here in central texas where we are it gets hot it gets miserable we get no rain everything dries up burn ban goes into effect but you know what's coming september 1st oh yeah yeah texas right. dove season and rain now i texas will... dove season and you know what happens right before dove season the week before when you have the up... only water source within 4 miles yes when you've when you've <laughs> You know, uh, when you have the water source or have, you know, talk to the one guy that has the pond with water in it or whatever. Uh, I can't see beefsteak, which is showing me there. Hold on. But when you have that water source and you have the dove, like you're, I mean, you're getting antsy because dove season's coming up. You have the water source. Dove are flying in like clockwork. I mean, it's, it's dangerous how many birds are flying in they're flying and what up. happens they the are. week before days before the day before what happens it happened to you that and me summer. tj on the river we were going to go hunt the river and it was raining as we were launching the boat to hunt the river 
which is probably illegal now anyway. Oh, gosh. No, it's not. Don't for... get him going. Don't get him going. So, Co- on, on launch, I even called you midweek to talk about it, didn't I? Hey, now, Cody, yeah. I don't know about that whole theory. The lake, I went out, we went out to uh, Canyon Lake, right? And Yeah, I heard. You just got back. <laughs> you just made it off the water. Got the uh, boat back There and were everything. only six uh, boat ramps open. The rest were closed because it's like 24 feet uh, off level. Right now, off level. That's what I call it. You can tell you're a big. You're a, <laughs> He's got you're his a own big motor on I, I didn't oh, want to. The, the lake was only twenty four feet off level. It. I did not plumb. <laughs> I didn't want to use the percentage wise. That's what you all you know, y'all use is like. Oh, well, it's forty seven percent full. Twenty four feet low. Where do you even get off level? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. I man. like that, I though. thought you I were like... going to be so proud of me that I went out there, we docked, we had everybody, we even changed the bunks in the parking lot. I had everything Yeah, you had prepared. to, because well, you couldn't was... get the boat back on the trailer. <laughs> but that's... Because your the bunks for the trailer had rotted in the parking lot and that... fell apart, right? I, I, well, the weird part is the, the bottom two bolts that hold, you know, where it comes, slides on. Rusted off. They were gone. They were completely yeah. gone, man. Because it would, I, I couldn't. Believe. I could have called this. You should have called me, and I would have told you, "Hey, on your way to the boat ramp, go ahead and grab some treated two by fours and some uh, astroturf. You're going to need it on your once you launch the boat that you have astroturf. In <laughs> that is so years. redneck. <laughs> that is. Yeah, no, I got. But the, he used it, didn't he? <laughs> no, I did not. I used the good stuff with stainless steel staples. Did the whole thing, man. I did. You know me. I'm going to do it right. A stapler. <laughs> you know what to Because it happened in the parking lot. No, he, had got to buy, it he had to go open, to that. He got it on Ace. open door from some old lady. He's like, I don't know. Since old George left, I have the stapler. I tell you what, when it's 107 out, that's a whole new factor of using uh, tools and climbing under that and getting on the pavement. Man, oh, gosh. Don't you. start talking about that. Cody's out in it every day. Oh, please. Yeah. Please. Come on. Like I you should see some for, of the stuff he's done. I know. It's mediocre. I mean, you it know. Mediocre, baby. That's right. What Where's the corners? sombrero? He yeah. would say hey, did you, did you see the text I just sent you? You were talking about No, dubs? I'm not looking at. I'm not texting and dubs, doing radio. Dub, white tail, white tail, white tail dove. White wing dove are up 20% yep. from last year. And, and, morning and the mornings are up. I'm seeing them around my place. I'll tell you, though, if you're going to go hunting uh, dove, if you're going to be ready for dove season, you better go to McBride's Guns and, and get your shotgun yep. picked out. You better make sure everything's in order because everybody's going to be pushing at that last minute and that uh, that over-under or that whatever that nice – Cody Cody bought a used shotgun there how many years ago? 30 years ago? Uh, that would be 22, 22 years ago. 22 years ago, it's his go-to shotgun, and uh, and he got it at McBride's. McBride's is the family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help you with it. You want to... Uh, looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun, go where the staff is skilled and trained to make 
you help you make the right choice mcbride's guns you'll find them in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar call them 472-3532 that's 512-472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns our hometown gun shop all right on the flip side we're going to talk a little fishing plus we've got all your favorite segments we've got a guest coming up hopefully uh we can connect with our guests the next hour i'm not going to say just yet but it's a cool one uh you get it all one place hey our, our new home welcome i hope you like it i did the curtains myself it's the outdoor zone we're live in the bunkhouse you can catch us 24 7 365 at the outdoor you feel like the days you had were not enough when you said this is michael waddell with the bone collector and you're listening to tj cody ryan and beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show the outdoor zone all right welcome back it's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. You're the regulators. You're the reason we get this thing going every week, and uh, we appreciate you being here. You can catch this live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com, and you can also find out about all three of us, the guys here in the bunkhouse. Hey, uh, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, it's Ram season. And it gets even better at Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin. Right now, you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad or Crew Cab. That's right. 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in Central Texas. Truckloads of the 2023s are showing up and every day. And you can shop the entire lineup, brand new, just off the transport Rams, Jeeps, Chrysler, Dodges, with all the options at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. But the best way to see the inventory, the newest stuff, before they're gone, is right here at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. It's season of the Ram and Jeep at your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin. Now Maxwell Supercenter for best selection and promise. Beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. It doesn't matter whether you are a bass fisherman, if you have been around the outdoors for any period of time at any point in the last 20 years you've at least probably heard the name kevin van dam and there are shows there are news releases there are press releases there are uh, videos podcasts all talking about the retirement of the biggest name in bass fishing probably one of the biggest names in fishing ever kevin van dam whether you know it or not if you've ever bought a bass fishing lure there's a good chance that his logo KVD is somewhere on that package. Um, 26, 27 career wins, 125 top 10 finishes, which is amazing when you're only fishing 10 events a year at max, you know, 10, 12 events a year at most. And you've got 125 top 10s. It's out of 100 to 200 anglers. Top 10 finishes. Eight angler of the year awards. Incredible. 
almost eight million dollars in just winnings from the tournament wins, but uh, that obviously has nothing to do with KVD and his monstrosity mega. Um, the brand of KVD. The brand of KVD. Oh Could you imagine, dude? The the brand that he carries and the amount of uh, you know brand money deals made, <laughs> man. Yeah. That dude has made. That's some where money. his money was. I mean, eight million dollars winnings is that's a lot of money. Sure, but you know, over thirty years that he's been fishing, or twenty eight years, or right thirty five years, or however long that he's professionally been fishing, you know, like I would expect, you know, eight million dollars isn't like awe inspiring amount what, of that's money. That's one. That's one professional golfer's year. Tournament. Yeah, yeah, mediocre golfers year. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right because KVD and some of those some of the guys fishing man there. Yeah, but KVD's on a whole nother level. <clears throat> obviously, you know Kevin Van Dam. You've heard of Kevin Van Dam, whether you follow bass fishing or not. That's a name that people know and recognize. And he fished his last regular season event, supposedly. He fished his last regular season event. Still not like an old guy, you know. I mean, he's got no. plenty of plenty of years left on him. And I think he, you know, after thirty years of I, the big thing that I heard if, as I listened to interviews and different things was that he was ready to make his own schedule. Meaning, in the tournament world, it doesn't matter what time of the, you know, what date date the tournament is around the country. Yeah, there's 10 or 12 tournaments that you're fishing a year, but you got to think all the travel time. I mean, it, it averages nine to 10 days per event, you know? So you've got, if you've got, uh, 10 of them, you know, 90 days of the year are 100%. The tournament organizations, uh, you're on their schedule, no matter minimum 90 days well, a and, year right and, and, and it doesn't not, matter if it's your anniversary that's right that's what i was your, gonna say your wife's None you know birthday your your daughter's dance recital your you know your boy's baseball game or all-star season that has zero that doesn't matter and you have 90 days to work a year that you have to be at work. You can't skip a day of a tournament of a bass tournament. And so I think that was his, that was the thing he kept saying that I recognized. Now he didn't like push on it or anything, but that was the thing that I noticed was consistent in what he was saying as he was, you know, giving reasons for why he was going to not fish, uh, professional level tournaments. A regular season anymore he qualified for a couple of uh major league fishing event uh events the heavy hitters tournament and the uh, uh the their championship uh, i forget what it's called but they, they have one called the heavy hitters tournament yeah that's kind of a cool event so they have a they have that's a real big money making event as well so they have a, an event called heavy hitters which they take the heaviest fish that you catch from each event since they weigh them individually, right? Catch, weigh, release format that they have. 
They take your heaviest fish from each event and build a five fish limit with that and throughout the season. And the guys yeah. in, with the top, I don't know how many they take, 30, 40 guys to an event called Heavy Hitters. And then Heavy Hitters is a big paying event where they pay out the first round or something is $10,000 for the big bass and then $50,000 for big bass in addition to just having a regular tournament, which they pay out as well. So there's, you know, guys that leave there with a couple hundred thousand dollars. They catch big bass and win the tournament and, you know, kind of a, well, kind of a neat event, but Kevin's he at a qualified place. for that. He's at a place where he can just go show up and speak somewhere for 50 grand easy. Yeah. Well, that's, I think a big part. He's not going to pro- pre-fish for that. He can just go. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's at that place. Yeah. Where yeah. he's going yeah, he, he is, uh, I believe there's some TV stuff going on that he's, he's mentioned several times that he's, he's going to do some, you know, TV stuff, which, it, which is kind of interesting. He, I, I was listening to another interview, uh, with him the other day and it said that he was, uh, he said that, he absolutely loved the educational side of doing TV, teaching people techniques through TV. And I thought, that's interesting. That's kind of a niche, niche uh, love, if you know, you know what I mean? Kind well, that, and that's, that's the, where, where, where I met him years ago was 20, 25 years ago, 20 years ago was Bassmaster University where he was an instructor uh, for us at Bassmaster University and um, his little boys were crawling around and on the ground and he'd be there teaching a class and uh, and I, I remember it. And, and his big thing was man, I can't wait for tournament season to get over because man, the deer in you know Kalamazoo are huge right now i'm seeing it you know i mean he's a big deer hunter oh it's, huge deer hunter yeah yeah super excited about deer hunting yeah so cody ryan so you, i know, you gotta go out wasn't that a perfect ending though i mean what if you got uh, it like the whole uh, thing planned it was humble he did good speaking didn't he do really well at that tournament yeah the final event he was poised to win leading going into the final day uh that kind of was heartbreaking in a way right that he didn't just win the last regular season event that he fished but he was there right there finished second uh overall which was oh man man i don't know if that's kind of i don't know if that burnt if that gets you or if that's kind of like okay yeah. See, I'm not first anymore. Right. I'm second. So he sounded really humble in everything that he talked about. Yeah, he's uh he's he's just has that game face. But his wife, you know, his wife's the brains of that operation with as far as the marketing side of things and he does his job like they're a perfect team. Mm-hmm. He he's well spoken and does that whole thing. So I know everybody in the outdoor world is talking about Kevin Van Dam, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, appreciate the, the uh, what he's done for the industry. So, And he's a uh, good guy. Yeah, I, I think mean, so. From everything that we've experienced with him yeah. over the years, he's been good to us, and he's been a 
And you know, now that he's yeah. going to be retired and he's been, uh, he, he may be looking for a healthcare option, you know, because finding affordable, top quality healthcare options, they can be tricky for the sportsmen and entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed. But that's why I use Altrua HealthShare. I have my family covered by Altrua HealthShare. I carry the brand around. I believe in Altrua HealthShare. It's a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs. It's not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to insurance and skyrocketing costs. Let me tell you how it works. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account. And then say a eligible medical needer then comes up. Well, it's shared from that escrow account. That's literally how easy it is. And that's how it works. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. We're all true health share where we care for one another. Hey, it gets weird if it hadn't already on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24-7-360 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, white trash. All right, welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, or drilling, junkie Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 102.7 ESPN in Austin, or as a live recorded podcast 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, you, you know, hey, uh, TJ at about 10 30. On Friday night, 10.35 p.m., as I was finishing up the water pump on my daughter's Yukon, changing it at 107 degrees still, I thought, man, I should have just just taken it over to what I talk about every week, Sun Automotive. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust, but we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. You know, um, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week, or just go visit them. My location is 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Again, I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials, but you can go sign up. Just go to sunautoservice.com. All right. Thank you, Beef. Now it's time for our News of the Weird segment. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So, a woman in suburban Detroit said she got a scare when she discovered a live frog in a container of spinach purchased 
from a grocery store. Amber Warwick of Southfield said she bought the sealed earthbound farm spinach package earlier this week from a measure measure store. When she got home, her daughter found a live frog in the container and screamed. It was alive and moving. Just thank God I didn't eat the frog. Uh, Warwick said she immediately returned the package and the frog to the store. Workers there released the frog and gave her a refund. The TV station showed the frog in a sealed container. Uh, spokesperson with Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development told Detroit Free Press that the store shouldn't have released the frog because authorities now don't know whether it's native to the state. She said the department referred the incident to U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Officials at the grocery store said the frog was relocated to a new home outdoors. Ooh, cover rear end. Uh, So, and this is, so this uh, nature farm, this organic spinach out of California, they got a great website. Looks like they have some good products and stuff. Um, But, I thought, first of all, I thought that's pretty cool uh, to get a live frog with your spinach. I think that's kind of a bonus to me. I don't think that's a, that's not a, but if you, uh, if you're eating lettuce or if you're eating any potatoes or anything, I guarantee there's bugs, rabbits, all kinds of snakes and critters that are scooped up packaged chopped up sealed this is i hate these kind of conversations i know this is like <laughs> i hate these kind I know, of you look like you're a little green around the edge yeah, it's there. like cringing a little it's bit. like hearing about a restaurant or something that you you know somebody that worked in the kitchen of a restaurant that you eat at or something it just i don't want to know I don't want to know how many cockroaches have fallen into the, you know, the... You don't want to know what's in the baloney? No, I don't. There's a... Look, I love eating out of my garden. I love eating meats that I harvest. I try and do that as much as possible. But there's a time when a dude just wants to grab a bag of Cheetos or, you know what I'm saying, I grabbed a Snickers bar and, uh, and just eat, you know processed whatever and i don't want to know if a cricket's leg is you know part <laughs> of my cockroach cody yeah. ryan next, ant. next time you have that hot dog at the fair just know that you know Stop. the fda usda does Has not allow it. does not allow more than three percent of byproduct to be yes. in in the uh sausage or you know, the hot dog. Well, that frog was a little more than 3%. <laughs> well, what you know, it, and it's, it was probably in little pieces. And it's pieces, funny, too, because you, you, know? you can just see all those little employees at the, you know, oh, this poor little frog, let's let him go outside. And it's an invasive species from China and yeah. uh, makes yeah, its that's... way into the, and, and they said they relocated it. And that'd be interesting if they really did find it. They really did catch it, and where would they relocate it? It's it was it was from California, so yeah, they relocated it outside. Cya situation there on 
that. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't find it all that. You find a live frog in your in a live spinach container. I don't know. I just look at that as a that's a viral Instagram reel. That's all that is, baby. <laughs> Check it yeah, out, bro. Some protein. Got me so, a frog. There, there was a lady. Put a little frog in that spinach salad. So there was a wasp in this office where uh, a lady asked me to take care of the problem. But she said, I don't want you to kill it. <laughs> and so a wasp, a big, big old hairy wasp. Yep. In the office, zooming around. So I, I had my, a brilliant idea. I don't know if you uh, think it's brilliant, but I ended up getting the wet vac out and I just turned it on and <laughs> sucked it right into the wet vac. And then she wanted well, to that's prove what they it's do. brilliant until somebody's got to empty that wet vac. Well, I, I went outside. She wanted to see it, you know, released. Opened it up. Oh, my and gosh. It flew away. Can you believe I Where did are that? You? Can you believe I did no. that? Austin, Texas. What do you think? Yeah, that is weird. That's a waste of your time. I, uh, this week, this week we had a, a visitor in our garden. My, Wife had found this giant green uh, caterpillar. Oh, the big eating. tomato ones. Yes. Yeah. 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 Ooh. Yeah. Those, those are juicy. bad dudes. Juicy. Big old suckers. I mean, I mean that thing was giant, and he had eaten one of our bell peppers, or like halfway done with it, right? Yeah. And so we took it and uh, we or she took it and cut the bell pepper off and then set the bell pepper down for my daughter to look at on the porch, on the front porch. And he was, you know, wrapped around eating that bell pepper. Well, left it on the front porch, right? <laughs> he finished that bell pepper by about 11 p.m. that night. I know because in I open up the front door and step over in our entryway of the house that caterpillar had somehow made its way into the house at that point and was crawling on the ground. I had to find a special, uh, you know, a special jar. I, I was scrambling for a jar in the dark at, to to figure out how to catch he this. He was inside the door? Inside the house. Man, you need to I get... don't know if I opened up the... But in this isn't just like a little caterpillar. This isn't like one you're going to catch in a little sticky trap or something. This is like, yeah, th those things are huge. Come on, man. You know your daughter brought it inside, wanted it to be a pet. She was trying to put a leash on it. Come on. She was inviting. Oh, no, I don't know. I I don't know if it like was on the door and I opened the door and flung it in or something. You know, at some point. Uh, but yeah, the the bell pepper was gone. He had eaten it in like a matter of an hour, the entire bell pepper. Well, I'll and just let you know. Was inside. I'll just let you know that they burn a really interesting color. It's uh, it, it it's kind of like petroleum, and they just will burn. <laughs> well, they don't last long in a jar either. I can no, tell you that. <laughs> I thought they just. I thought you could put them in a jar. They just turn into a beautiful butterfly, and that's what I was expecting. You were missing but it the spinach. <laughs> you didn't have the but spinach. But that sealed bottle, that sealed bottle, did not. Yeah, I didn't poke enough holes in the top, or any holes, I guess, for the caterpillar to live. Whoops! Whoops! Sorry, yeah. Peta. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey. Well, it's better than spraying my vegetables with harmful chemicals. Yeah. Right? And it drew first blood. Come on. You got to react. Yeah. yeah. I ate my bell pepper. Man. No, those things so. are crazy looking. They're ugly. Hey, did y'all hear there could be a new contender contender for the heaviest animal to ever live while today's blue whale has long held the title? Scientists dug up fossils from an ancient giant that could tip the scales uh, they found a colossal whale in Peru in the desert, and one vertebra vertebrae weighs whoa, whoa, whoa. 220 you, pounds. I think you're getting, I think you are, uh, you know, you've been taking a little cough syrup this week. <laughs> um, you just said they found a whale in the desert. They found, yes. So it used to be an ocean, <laughs> and, uh, Let's see, they, the bones were discovered more than a decade ago by Mario Urbina from the University of San Marcos Natural History Museum in Lima. An international team spent years digging them out from the side of a steep rocky slope in the Ica Desert, a region of Peru that was once underwater and is known for its rich marine fossils. Cut, they found I, 13 vertebrae from the whale's backbone, four ribs, and a hip bone. Well, it just proves there was a lot of water around the earth, just like the Bible says, you know, uh, before that. And secondly, I when I read that, I thought Cody Ryan, that was like teeing up Cody Ryan for a comment. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm going to tee you up. Go ahead. You can. I'm we're not gonna going take to. A, we're going to take a break here in a sec. Yeah. But I do. Wanna, I'm not. No, go ahead. No, go. I'm not going to. Okay. okay I will. Hey, beefsteak. Beefsteak took his boat out this week, and thank goodness he made it back three days later, thanks to PartsView.com. They got him his parts he needed to get his boat started and back on the trailer. Uh, by midweek, he made it back to work, barely used any vacation, and uh, his boat's running like a dream. PartsView.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Hey, you want to save some money? You want to you want to save some money when you go to Partsview? Use Outdoor Zone Ten. That's Outdoor Zone Ten. Uh, they have over two hundred thousand products, including OEM Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki outboards, Maricruiser stern drives, parts and products. They've got accessories. They've got maintenance items. They've got it all. Go visit our friends at PartsView.com. All right, coming up, we've got your game board field notes. Uh, a very exciting guest coming up at the top of the hour. You do not want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, and you can catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, DJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. Here in the bunkhouse, the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures with us on our Facebook page at theoutdoorzone.com, the Outdoor Zone. 
Uh, Keystone Bank, experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, and operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart. You go in the bank, you borrow some money, you know who you're talking to. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. That's right. All the technology is there if you need it. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our game warden, Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. After three reconnaissance flights to the site of a PA-18 aircraft incident in the Southwest Preserve of Denali National Park, officials have determined that pilot Jason Tucker, 45, of Wasilla, Alaska, and passenger Nicholas Blaise, age 44, of Chuga, Chugia, Giek, Alaska are presumed to have died in the crash. On Wednesday, August 9th, the Alaska National Guard Rescue Coordination Center was formed of informed of an overdue aircraft in Denali National Park Southwest Preserve. They launched a search flight and found their the aircraft in question in a desolate area in a uh kind of like in a um in a area like kind of like the grand canyon and the but the walls were so close together they couldn't get down in there close they couldn't get a helicopter in there they couldn't get a plane in there they ended up sending a drone down in there and what they found was so there was two guys that got they went hunting in alaska they had their bush pilot take them out and he went to go get them and bring them back in. And he took one of them. He was bringing one of them in. And um, and then the pilot was going to go back and get the second one. And the pilot never showed up. So the guy that was the hunter that was left out there sent a, a SOS through his inReach, which is the satellite emergency messaging tool that hikers and hunters use. And... Um, and they realized that the plane had crashed, and um, yeah, and they haven't got down to it. All the weather and everything hadn't—they haven't been able to get down to the crash site. But um, yeah, they're not thinking there's any rush now. Hmm. And uh, you know, Cody, we were talking when I was in Alaska a couple of weeks ago. I was just amazed at all the planes, and you were there, and you said, "Yeah, it's." Everything is done by plane out there. I mean, every 
you just everybody's got a plane everybody flies planes everybody's a bush pilot uh you got floats you got skids you got tires i mean they use their planes for everything where i was at they had horses out there at their place they flew the horses out on planes to where <laughs> they were the, it's the only way to get anywhere in any reasonable amount of time in alaska i mean there is nothing there's it no is, way to get there the roads are was, good enough right yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> there are I mean, no there's, it's like swamps and there's a, there's tons of swamp. And I mean, we flew an hour and a half over mountains and water just to get to where we went. And, uh, yeah, you just don't get anywhere unless you're on a plane. It's and, one of the, it's, it, I've, I've said it many times. It's like when you're in Alaska, it's like if you've never been there, it's like looking at a, if you've looked at a National Geographic magazine pictures of the wilderness of Alaska, mm -hmm. it you'll be sorely disappointed when you see it with your own eyes at how terrible those pictures are. When you first see them before being there, they're amazing, right? And then you see it with your own eyes and you're like, and this gives no idea, no real context to the vast wilderness that is truly the out beauty. there in alaska yeah so the beauty yeah so it's my amazing. buddy i say my buddy so there's some guy that i watch on youtube that took his family from montana and moved to alaska built up a log cabin a log house it's not a cabin it's a log house and uh and now he's bought they bought a boat and they're exploring all the waterways out there in alaska and it's called montana haven it's a YouTube channel called Montana Haven and uh, just this incredible ex the stuff that they're doing. But the water there, you can tell it's glacier water because if you've never seen glacier water, it's a different color. It's a blue like nothing else. And uh, it's right now it's be beautiful, but but with beauty, there is always something. You know, the, the most beautiful woman in the world. She can be the most beautiful woman in the world, but there's some guy out there that just does not like her. And Alaska <laughs> has, Alaska has mosquitoes. Oh. It has mosquitoes. Well, and I think I, did I tell you about the noceums? The noceums, uh -uh. the, the, they're the basically a biting. Are they like the yeah. little white flies or you something that I hear about? Yeah, you can't even see them. And I was getting bitten on the river one day when we were fly fishing there. Didn't realize that I was getting bitten as much as I was. And apparently there were no seams. And what <laughs> the guy told me, I didn't see them. And, uh, but I got back and I had little bloody welts bloody ones like they were bleeding they were like mosquito bites 10 times worse and bloody welts on me miserable See, Cody, i got back into anchorage and i needed a haircut and i felt weird going in to get my haircut because i had all these welts all around my ears and neck and so i was just ugh. gonna ask you whether on the bucket list the hunting bucket list it should be alaska first before 
like Africa or any other place. Now I'm thinking maybe that's not the the place to go. Is that oh, the Africa top? is definitely got to be? Would you put Africa, Africa. Above, above all above Alaska? Well, I haven't. I don't know. I haven't hunted hunted Alaska. I've only fished in Alaska. Okay, a couple times, and I I haven't hunted Alaska, so I don't. I don't know. There's animals in Alaska that I want, too. I mean, I you got to have a caribou and a wolf. And, yeah, a wolf and a grizzly. You know, I got to have all those, right? Well, hey, no. we got a buddy. We got really a buddy not. who is headed up to do a polar bear hunt. <laughs> and the last time we had him on our show, we'll have him on the show here in a couple of weeks. The last time he went polar bear hunting, 15 or 20 years ago. He called in from the middle of the Arctic on a satellite phone to the show. <laughs> so we're going to set up something spectacular for uh, for that to have that to have him back on the show. Well, it's a rarity. It's not something that you know. There's a whole. You can't just go out and get an over-the-counter polar bear tag. <laughs> yeah. You know, you can't just buy a tag to go hunt a polar bear. I don't. I don't believe. Right. I don't think so either. I think you got I think it's a permit. I think there's only a few of them that that are allotted. There Please. is something you can do is fishing. You see the new report, special report on fishing for the nation came out and uh I thought it was good. Fishing is still up. You know, we've been hearing after after uh the 2020 apocalypse hit this world that uh you know, numbers went up in the outdoor world and then it started crashing again after everybody started going back to work. Well, according to the 2023 fishing report, fishing is still firing on all cylinders with 54 and a half million Americans went fishing in 2022. 4.1 million for the first time, first time participants. Wow. Now, I thought that was a huge Interesting. Number. Uh, 36% of all anglers in 2022 were female. And, uh, I think that's the same. I think that's similar to the gun sales. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. gun sales, it's, it's way up on the female side. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting. Wow. 22% of U.S. households with kids fished. I still got some more stats, but. Uh, we'll go over them in the show. Kind of some interesting stats and exciting for the outdoor world that that numbers are continuing to uh, stay up in the fishing world because we know it's all about getting outside and enjoying God's creation. Hey, hey, it's the Outdoor Zone. We have finished first hour in the new new digs here. And, holy and coming cow, up, it worked. Coming up, there was, a, uh, there was an accident. There was a... Uh, a hog hunting accident and we've got uh, sheriff maurice cook from bastrop county going to be on the show with us here in a minute yes explain exactly what happened i read that report and uh the interviews and stuff that he had done and uh, i can't wait to to get his take honored to have bastrop county sheriff on the line with us on the flip side hey it's the outdoor zone we are live in the bunkhouse but you know you can catch us 24 7 365 by searching theoutdoorzone.com
with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the stream. The leaves and two, the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a All right, welcome back, regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live from the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right on right here on 102.7 ESPN, Austin, Texas, or 24-7, 365 has a layout, live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. You can find it all at theoutdoorszone.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is TJ Graney. In the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan. Did I, did I fix my hair for this? Is that what I did? I fixed my hair for this. Questionable. And Beefsteak is in the house with oh, us. Yeah. And Jack is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the old pot belly stove gets fired up, and foil gets put on that wire coat hanger out front that makes this signal get out. You are trusted regulators and friends listening to the show. We got a Hattie from Wisconsin. Uh, so that's nice. Hey, Dave. Uh, glad you're enjoying the show, and I hope that uh, the weather there is nice. Yeah, right. Hey, uh, so I want to make sure we say a shout-out to McBride's Guns for being here for this segment of the show. McBride's Guns is our family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help you. They have a gunsmith. On staff, they help you adjust or repair, modify those firearms, get them right where you want them. If you're looking for a personal carry or a referral class for a personal carry, one place, McBride's Guns. You find them in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. So we have a special guest this week. We uh, we saw a couple of reports, and uh, and I've just been looking for an excuse to have my uh, neighbor and friend Maurice Cook. He's the uh, Bastrop County Sheriff. He was Chief Texas Rangers out of Austin, Texas, for years. He's an attorney. He's currently the Bastrop County Sheriff, and we have with us on the show this morning the Honorable Maurice Cook, and. Good morning, Maurice Cook. Good morning, and don't ask me to sing. I heard that song a while ago, so don't be asking me to sing. <laughs> oh, man, what are we going to do then for the rest of the show? <laughs> uh, Maurice, 
thank you very much for uh, chiming in on this. I know you've been pounded by the media on the story about the hog hunters that went out for a nighttime hog hunt. And for me, I thought, well, it's probably pretty hot out there to be a, a hog hunt in this time of year, but okay, maybe. And they, they went out and they had uh, it just this catastrophic experience and I never heard anything like it. And so I thought, man, we need to get uh, our County Sheriff Maurice Cook on here and tell us what they what they found out what happened and so i'd like to just give you the stage to tell the story about this uh these hog hunters that uh that went out and had the accident this week okay it, it actually all started because they had a friend here in bastrop county and i i want to say bastrop county texas because i think there's another bastrop uh that i get phone calls from occasionally that's in louisiana but uh, this is texas and, but it uh, could have happened in Louisiana, by <laughs> golly. It sounds like a Louisiana I'm sure story. It, I'm sure it did at some point. I don't know. Texas Texas seems to do things bigger and better than everybody else. And unfortunately, this was one of those times. And it was really an unfortunate incident. But uh, this group from uh, Florida had a friend here in Bastrop County. And they uh, were in contact with one another. And he coached them into coming down to, to hog hunt. And so they brought their truck loaded with their dogs and drove down here from Florida. They decided to do it because it was so hot. They decided to do it, I guess, at one o'clock in the morning. Of course, you know, you, there's a lot of hog hunting at night here in Bastrop County anyway. And so they go out on their hunting trip and a little bit of this is still under investigation. So I could have a few of my sequence uh, of facts wrong because we're correcting all the time. After I did my press conference, I found out that, that there was a little tweak in there. So I'll tell you what I do know at this point. And it was that they were in the northern part of Bastrop County. Uh, they were on a county road. Uh, they were driving along. One of their dogs escaped from the cage. Uh, when the dog escaped, uh, they went after the dog. Uh, I'm not sure whether all, all four of them went after it or just three of them. But at any rate, uh, they chased after the dog. At some point, uh, apparently one of them, one of the people from Florida caught the dog and either the dog fell in a cistern or the person was carrying the dog and they both fell in at that point. Their other two friends from Florida were nearby. They go to get to help uh, their friend and of course the dog. And this cistern, keep in mind, has an opening of about three feet. It is ground level. Uh, it is corn on all sides of this hole. In fact, you could see the row where they actually went around the cistern to plant the corn. And uh, so at this point, the dog's in the cistern, and, and so is the person. Now, keep in mind, a cistern is intended to capture water from above. A well is intended to capture from below. So this cistern that was open, it's not in use as best we could figure. It had a lot of stagnant water in it and so forth. And so at any rate, uh, at this point, uh, we've got a dog, we've got a person in, and the water label or table is about six feet below the surface. So you got a three-foot hole here. And I just picture this in your mind. Then these people are in there needing help. So the other two friends from Florida decide to go in the tank 
or in the cistern to help them. So they take off, one of them takes off her shoes or her boots. And at some point she goes in, uh, her friend that was with her took his pants off and his shoes off or boots off. And he too went in. Now keep in mind, once they're in there, they can't reach the top. They're six feet below the water table. This tank is about 25 feet deep. And so at, at that point, it has hydrosulfur type gas, which is a gas uh, that you commonly get from septic tanks. And uh, it, it is a poisonous gas, uh, according to some of the first responders that have been through a class on it and so forth. They said that they might could last a minute or two before they'd be overcome. This is a common gas that the oil field hands uh, uh, face all the time when they're drilling rigs and so forth. It's highly toxic. And so we felt like that within a matter of minutes uh, that they had succumbed. And and uh, when we got there, there, there was no sign of life in the tank. You couldn't see anything. Um, so at that point, instead of a, a rescue, we started a uh, recovery. So tragic. And you said that even uh, now this is – you got to picture this thing. This is a wide open cornfield that's been, I guess it's been harvested. So it's been mowed down. It's been cut. No. Uh, the stalks were still up. They were up, but they were drying stalks like they mm. commonly do here in, in Texas. Uh, the stalks were drying, but they were full stalks. So that even obscured a lot more than, uh, than if it was not, uh, you know, if it had been flat like that, like you're describing, uh, then they would have had a better chance, I think. But uh, uh, at this point, the stalks are still in place. They're all around the tank. And, you know, it was just a death trap is what it was once they once they went in that tank. Well, and you said, too, that when you all cleared it out, you found a, a hog skull in there. A hog had obviously fallen in there at some point. Who knows what else has fallen in there and decomposed and and was part of the creating of this toxic gas now this was a a, a cistern that there was probably a house next to it somewhere at some point in the in the ages before it was made of brick so it's like a big like a big uh, uh fish tank like where a goldfish bowl that you would put a a goldfish in with a little hole at the top but a big brick uh holding tank underneath it and the water was deep goodness gracious it was so deep and so they couldn't reach out to get out um and they probably well apparently they they couldn't go very long breathing or doing anything i just it was interesting to me or it 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 was confusing to me why they would continue jumping in there I guess maybe they didn't hear anything from their friends, and so they just thought, "Oh, I got to go in." Or, well, you know, the Bible talks about that. You know, no greater love hath man than one that would give up his life for a friend. And you got to think about that Bible verse when you think about this. I mean, they were willing to give up their lives for their friend, and that's exactly what they did. Wow, that's a great quote. Yeah. Sheriff, that's why you're our sheriff. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. But some of the steps that we took, I got a call about three o'clock, but this happened at 1 a.m. in the morning, which is probably the coolest point of the day, you know. And so uh, at one o'clock, 
uh, you know, just imagine, you know, uh, there's not much going on out there in Bastrop County at one o'clock in the morning. So uh, they're looking for the hogs. And, and of course, tragically, this is what happened. But uh, once we started to rescue or not to rescue, but to recovery, uh, we were trying to figure out ways to do it. We certainly wanted to get the bodies out of there as soon as we could. Uh, so we called in, uh, we, we called six different dive teams and they did not want to go in that uh, contaminated water along with the air was contaminated. And I know they could get on oxygen, but we didn't have any takers on the dive team. So the next thing we decided to do was to ventilate the hole, get rid of the, the gases in there. Uh, we did that. Uh, then we pumped the tank dry. Uh, we hauled the water off so it wouldn't contaminate. We didn't want to be uh, fussed at for contaminating the land there. So we put it in tanker trucks and tanked it off. Uh, now that the tank is dry and we've ventilated it, we've cleared the air, we, we've tested the air. We know now that it is not toxic. Uh, we still didn't have any takers uh, because of the situation for whatever reason. So we had five of our deputies that were there and they all said, well, we'll go in and um, so we decided that it was safe enough. It was not a, a, a huge risk, but that was based on our knowledge of what the circumstances were. And so one of the deputies, David Newman, uh, volunteered to go in. So we suited him up in protective gear as, as good as we could. We put him on an oxygen tank. Uh, we had a boom there off of a Elgin utility truck. That, it was just a boom and we hooked him up to the cables uh, latched him up, put him over the hole, dropped him in the hole. He went down uh, and uh, tied off the, the first person, uh, came back up, uh, and uh, they were able to pull the, the individual up that he had tied off, so, and he had brought the dog up uh, also. He was just hugging the dog when he brought the dog up. Uh, beautiful dog, I might add, and I understand it was one of their favorite from the hunting groups. And so anyway, he, he comes to the top with one and then he uh, rigs back up, goes back down, ties the other two off, and we were able to get another body up and then uh, uh, one of the bodies slipped from the rope. So we had to go back down the third time. So after three trips and 107 degree weather, you know, it's not like a lot of places, you know, Texas is hot about this time. And uh, these guys are suiting up in different clothes, you know, protective clothes. And, you can imagine what the temperature was for them and not only that but for our rescue crew that was out there in the sun and you know just being there nobody wanted to to leave from from our group uh, we were still uh, considering it a criminal investigation at that point because it's unlawful in texas to have an opening like this it's unprotected and uncovered uh, and we didn't know what direction the investigation would take so we stayed there with it and and at 7.30 that night, they went in uh, the tank around one something. Uh, and at 7.30 that, that evening, we had affected the recovery. Wow. So we got to take a break here. We'll come back. We're going to have a little bit more time with uh, Bastrop, Texas County Sheriff Maurice Cook, former lead Texas Ranger and uh, attorney and um, just neighbor and friend. Uh but beef want to tell them about sun auto well <clears throat> so you know everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired 
And, you know, it can be find hard to find somebody you trust, you know, a mechanic you trust. So we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine happens to be 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. You know, you can go visit them also online at sunautoservice.com. I visit them and I get on their Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. So go visit them online at sunautoservice.com. All right, it's Man, outdoors, what a humbling story, and uh, can't wait to get more of it on the flip side. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. Catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on 102.7 ESPN Austin, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com, and as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Now, Maxwell. It's Ram season, and it gets even better at Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin. Right now, you get 2.9% financing for 72 months on all 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Quad or Crew Cab. That's right, 2.9% financing. That's the best financing on any truck in Central Texas. And there's only one name to remember when it comes to getting a great deal on a Ram. That's the Nile Maxwell Supercenter in Austin with the largest inventory of Ram trucks all of Central in all of Central Texas. Our inventory has never been this big. 2023 1500 quad cabs, crew cabs, even the heavy-duty Rams, the 2500s and the 3500s. It's the season of Ram and Jeep at your Ram and Jeep experts in Austin for the best selection, and Niles promised to beat any competitor's price. Go see the experts in Central Texas at Niles Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at NilesMaxwellSupercenter.com. Okay, we're having a conversation with Bastrop, Texas County Sheriff Maurice Cook, and uh, we were just talking about the tragic um hog hunting that happened this week and but maurice i want to take a little shift from that and uh, ask you about so with all the fires that are happening around just the the tragic fires that happened in hawaii and maui which i never would have put that together but here in bastrop county and across the U.S., it's been a long, dry, hot summer, and there's a lot of fire. Um, there's a lot of potential for fire. We've had some small ones around in our area, and if anybody's ever been paying attention at all over the last few years, Bastrop County, Texas, has had some massive fires and massive losses, which we're recovering from now, but 
boy, we're set up for another one if 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 things go bad. But you were telling me earlier this week about the restrictions, the fire restrictions, and I just thought, wow, that is strong. And I was hoping you could share what the what your intentions are here coming up in the next week or so for fire protection in this area. Yeah, we've had a lot of red flag days. I, I tell you, the winds have been really kicking up around here. And and Bastrop uh, seems like it's had more than its fair share of fires. And, you know, the fires displace your, your animal life. It, you know, it affects human life. It affects a lot of different things. It affects your first responders responding in this 107, 108 degree weather that we've had. And so come next week, I'm going to issue an order to the deputies that any unauthorized burning that they uh, have a zero tolerance that these persons instead of talking to it and telling them not to burn we're going to go ahead and start issuing citations and on red flag days i'm going to ask them if they have the proper probable cause we have the ability uh, to make the arrest that we do make an in-custody arrest so some of these folks are going to make a trip to the jail if uh, if they continue to burn uh, on red flag days because we can't stand another fire like we had in 2011. And uh, I just went out on one a, a couple of weeks ago on Highway 71, just just out of Bastrop, and it just about got out of hand. It was 117 acres. Uh, but the uh, fire department did an amazing job containing that. But boy, I mean, when you're on the scene out there and you see these guys and they're rigged out in their gear and their hot suits and you just know you can just see the sweat dripping off of it, and and it's not fair to them. It's not fair to the public. It's not fair to our animal life. It's not. Fa- it's just not fair in general for someone to abuse uh, their privilege here and and have a fire whenever we have a burn ban, and, and especially on a red flag day. Well, uh, hats off to you and and our, our other first responders. Texas Parks and Wildlife. I know that they've spent a lot of time strategically placing helicopters and and tractors and stuff in place in our county and we're excited uh we're blessed that that we've learned from our experience there that um that we need assets in place and uh, wildfires i mean they're just when they get out of control mr cook did uh you um I, we were watching, I don't know which one of the fires recently there in Bastrop County, but we were watching it close uh, from afar here, and uh, and I was watching it, and I noticed it looked like on my radar that a rain cloud set right where there was a fire, one of these grass fires, and we were just praying that it had, it, and it hadn't rained in how long? But there was this one little green speck, and it looked almost identical to where this fire was starting to get out of control. And I don't know if that's the one you speak of or what, but I just thought that's God working right there, helping helping out. And I don't know if that was witnessed in your area or or that makes any sense. But it was it was neat to see from afar, and we as we were praying that it was actually doing some help there uh, to put one of those fires out that we were tracking. I didn't see that cloud. All I could see was smoke. But uh, but at any rate, you know, we're 170 miles from the coast and we have those pop-up showers occasionally. And, and you know, we're uh, anytime we get those, we just are, we feel real blessed to, to get any kind of rain right now. We, we've been uh, a long time in coming on, on getting a sufficient rain shower anyway. 
So, so a couple of things uh, we have uh, with us on on the show this morning. Bastrop, Texas County Sheriff Maurice Cook. He was former Chief Texas Rangers, an attorney, still an attorney. And uh, there's a couple of things. One is I know you were uh, Chief Texas Ranger during the Davidian event, if I'm not mistaken. And um, and I, I think there's a whole bunch of stories there. And you've got a new book that you've been telling me about. And this book with all these stories, your life is is coming out in this new book. And before we let you go, I was hoping you could just give us a brief. Uh, uh, when are we going to get a chance to to read this book, this biography by our Texas Ranger? You know, I don't, uh, well, I'll tell you that in a second, but I just say I don't consider it a biography necessarily because it's more my professional life as opposed to my personal life. I interweave a little bit of my personal life, but for the most part, it, it is my professional life. And, but I do take it from my childhood forward so that I can support the title. The title is going to be an unlikely Texas Ranger. You be the judge. And so throughout the book, I'll talk about some circumstance and sometime uh, I let the public decide whether I made a good decision or a bad decision and say, you be the judge. And uh, hopefully it'll be out in November or December. This is the 200th anniversary of the Texas Rangers. Rangers were created in 1823 by Stephen F. Austin. In fact, created this very month in August. I think it was around August the 8th or 10th that they were created. We have a document from Stephen F. Austin creating the Rangers. And so I thought it was fitting that I, I launched my book during the 200th anniversary. Uh, I hope it gets out in uh, October, November, where at chapter seven proof in it. It's completely finished, but uh, the editors are going through it and and uh, making it so I don't look like a fool or an idiot uh, writing it up. And so uh, they're proofing, correcting my mistakes. Uh, I, I'm an attorney, but I'm not a, a literary expert. So um, they're having to correct that. But it's been a fun book. It does cover from my time in Vietnam all the way through my city police, when I was a city policeman, when I was a highway patrol, when I was in intelligence, when I entered into the Texas Rangers, and, and it goes on through my Ranger career. And, and uh, you know, God has blessed me. He, he has seen that I've had an interesting life, and I just wanted to share that. Well, I can tell you that every, every author, every writer, has a good editor that makes them look good. So you're, you are, you walk among many. Um, well, thank you, Maurice Cook, Texas, uh, Bastrop County, Texas Sheriff, former Chief Texas Ranger and friend of the Outdoor Zone. We appreciate you very much. And uh, we'll have you back on the show as soon as that book is done. Because I want to tell some of those stories, let you tell some of those stories in your book that just absolutely uh, just need to be told. And I can't wait for the book to come out. And uh, I hope I get a copy of it uh, maybe sooner than everybody else. I don't know. Um, well, but you are you. TJ is Maurice Cook's. Uh, head of fan club yeah so he's the head of your fan he's club. a fan boy yeah. well i can walk across the street there and, and deliver it so uh 
but I'm looking forward to it. But I appreciate what y'all are doing too, you know, with the outdoors uh, theme of this uh, program. You know, I'm, I, I'm a hunter. Uh, I enjoy hunting and Texas has got some remarkable hunting. I heard you mention McBride. I'll put in a plug for him because Joe McBride and, and the uh, McBride's gun store, I've used it for years and years and they've always been a friend of law enforcement. Well, God bless you and all your deputies and your years of service. We appreciate you very much. And Cody, do you have a spot? Yes. Yes. It's hard to follow, but, uh, one thing to, to remind everybody is taking care of your family is crucial when it comes to healthcare and finding top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen or entrepreneurs, those who are self-employed, but our true health share they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing the medical needs for over 25 years. I have my family covered by Altrua HealthShare, and I tell you, we save thousands of dollars a year. We've not had to change doctors or anything. It offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. See, members contribute each month to an escrow account. I love this bullet point. We got many bullet points of why Altrua HealthShare is great, right? I love using the one that's so simple because it perfectly explains what a health share is. So many people are confused. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow account and eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's how it works. It's that simple. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. That's Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we uh, got your Armed Citizens Report. I thank Mr. Maurice uh cook for coming on the show sheriff thank you and uh it's the outdoor zone we're live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 you can find us at theoutdoorzone.com Star Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoors Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee. All right, welcome back, regulators. This is a notice to the antis and the terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all weekend online at theoutdoorzone.com theoutdoorzone.com all right welcome back hey keystone bank experience the value of community banking where local matters we love this bank because we know who we're talking to when we got to deal with our money we're keystone bank founded by jeff wilkinson and his team operated right here in austin texas when you bank with keystone you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. We know who we're talking to when we need to borrow money for a car, start a savings account, banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. You can be traveling anywhere and do all your banking online. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 B Caves Road in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue, in beautiful Ballinger, Texas, or just go to the website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information, Keystone Bank, where local matters. All right, now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. 
today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A 60-year-old man in Victorville, California, defended himself and stopped a rampaging suspect when he fired several shots at his 21-year-old assailant. That evening, the 21-year-old suspect allegedly chased down a victim with a hammer at the Parkview Apartments in Victorville. After striking the first victim, the suspect turned his attention to a 49-year-old woman who attempted to flee the scene. The attacker then used a knife and stabbed the woman multiple times. The assailant then ran into an adjacent apartment, broke in, and attacked the 60-year-old resident inside with his knife. The resident was armed, though, and fired multiple rounds, striking and killing the 21-year-old home invader. The 60-year-old resident was taken to the hospital with stab wounds, and his condition is unknown. And it just seems to me, again, the story remains the same. What are you going to do in that moment? You're going to call 911 while that guy's running around? Or are you going to? And in California... How does how does somebody even have a firearm in California any longer? <laughs> and he's probably going to get and the guy protecting himself probably going to get thrown in jail because he used lead ammunition. I mean, wow, you're really angry here at California. No, I'm not angry. You? I'm just <laughs> I just think in California we get so many of these reports in California and how do they continue to pass these absurd laws and how does it, it, anybody that would be behind some kind of law like that has never experienced the threat in the moment it's like when they were saying uh tell people well if somebody breaks in your house just let them take whatever they want cuz they probably need it yeah Jamie Cricket. So I was I'm on this on this uh outdoor hunting page on Facebook for a an area that my in-laws have a ranch, Rock Springs area, right? And uh it's it's an outdoor page, a couple thousand people that have ranches or leases or live there in that area. And it was funny, somebody came on there, I guess somebody was complaining about some uh developer i guess or somebody building something that was gonna dam up a waterway and yeah yeah and on the, complaining about on the river yeah yeah. So, yeah something complaining about that and it started off the the complaint was in uh i'm from malibu california and we had a similar situation happen blah blah blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we have to stop this and i tell you what that person uh did they get raked told did they get oh raked my over goodness it was like first <laughs> of all if you want any participation from anybody do not admit you're from california yeah you first don't start out that way right no texas no because we're instant we're instantly on the other guy's side if you start <laughs> out that way <laughs> And in I just Mal- said, holy cow. And you even put an accent to it, right? You go, in Malibu, like, you know. Yeah, in Malibu, in, this in would Mal- never be happened. No. Well, then why are you in Texas? Because <laughs> if Malibu is so much greater, 
you should be there. But uh, I just thought it was interesting, and it uh, it was just that is it, hilarious. I mean, from a Texan, you know, it's like holy cow. Yeah, I <laughs> I feel that way in my heart, you know, but I'm not gonna verbalize it in social media. And uh, <laughs> oh, but I saw it happen. Yeah. So hey, I'm excited about Maurice Cook coming back because. There, I have a whole list. If you look at the show notes, you'll see I had a whole list of things uh, I wanted to talk to him about, like the the guy like that your, tried to commit suicide with a nail gun. Yeah, yeah. well, and your fan club, um, the fan <laughs> club you started on Facebook. Well, look, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much. Now, I have an, a, a Texas Ranger badge. I am an on. Uh, Honorable mention, sticker. Texas Ranger. <laughs> it's a, no, sticker. It's not a sticker. It's the actual. <laughs> he had, he had the sticker the, laminated. A little yeah. cold sticker. He got it from the yeah, comic he had book. It put it on my chest. Oh, it, was, it was a moment I'll never forget. Hey, I'll tell you a moment you'll never forget. That's when your boat operates the way it should. That's because you use partsview.com to keep it running right. Right, Beefsteak? Mm. Uh, Partsview.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. It's an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs. Beefsteak took his boat out this weekend, and the boat ran fine. Now, the trailer was another story, but, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just happy the boat ran one fine. Thing Parts, at a time. Well, well, he said it ran fine. I haven't got the full story. OEM, Yamaha, Maricruiser, Suzuki Outboards. I wish I had a, a direct line to see how often Beefsteak goes to Parts View and how many parts he orders for this boat that sits in his backyard. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, AFCO, Turning Point Propellers, Teenage Marine. I'll tell you, you can save some money by using Outdoor Zone 10. It's not case sensitive. Just punch in Outdoor Zone 10. You can save some money on a purchase of $100 or more. Go see our friends at Parts View. If you got a boat, your neighbor's got a boat, Beefsteak has a boat. He's got a wish list he's building on there uh, for to get his boat back up and running. Somebody asked me just this week, hey, is Beefsteak taking his boat out this year? I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but yes, he has now, thanks to PartsView.com. That's P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Coming up, we'll wrap this whole thing up. The first time in our new bunkhouse. I'm loving the curtains. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. At our new location, we've moved the bunkhouse to the new ranch, and you can find us at 102.7 ESPN in Austin, Texas, live Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or at theoutdoorzone.com and as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms man thank you to isaac and jack for being the ranch hands that got here early and are working with us to make this thing happen you know you can't run a good ranch operation without good ranch hands by golly and I'll uh, tell you, 
I, I thought it was funny. I was just going to tell you a quick story. This week, I've gotten several calls from a buddy of mine, uh, the same buddy. And I mean, it's been like a couple texts and a few calls. This is a buddy that we're close, but we talk, you know, maybe once a month or something normally, right? And I'm getting like several calls this week from him or, or texts this week. And I, I'm like, finally, I'm like, you okay? You know, what's, is everything good at home? You know, you haven't having a rough patch with the old lady or what? Why are you calling <laughs> me lady? all the time? Yeah, is she gone or are you bored or what's going on? What's 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 happening? And uh, he said, no, he's a UPS driver, right? And uh, which is kind of another topic uh, with the UPS drivers this week. Bling, bling. Uh, yeah, I've got a buddy that's a UPS driver. I'm just bragging about it. <laughs> uh, about how much one, money they make, you know what I mean? Buddy. Yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, but he listens to podcast while he's driving. He has a kind of a rural route, right? So he's on the road a lot and he has his ear pods in or whatever and listens to podcasts. And he, st he said, I didn't realize that you had all your shows podcasted. And I started at the very beginning and I've just been listening. So I constantly thinking about you all day, every day, <laughs> all week. And, uh, you know, he's reminding me about different things we talked about on the show or stories. And I just thought it was hilarious. I was like, oh, man, I talked about that on air. There's and, uh, hundreds of hours. Oh, it's of crazy. This show. Didn't you say you could listen on. for a straight month? If you want yeah, to it was like 24 days or something or something straight. I did some math on it. It's like 24 days or something that you could listen to the show or 12 days or straight and so that's hours. why he kept asking about beefsteak you and i our relationship and he did ask about he did ask about beefsteak and he said he said i'm a big guy and i feel like i missed my chance like beefsteak slid in there took my spot i should be <laughs> he has been on the show with you yeah he's done the show with you come yeah on. he has he's okay. like i just just try to get I me out of my this chance. chair you can come on come on in <laughs> Let's go at it. Oh, said, wow. <laughs> hey, yeah. And beefsteak's looking for an hour. I know. Hey, no, so. No, no, I wanted to tell Can I, do you mind if I tell you a really cool story yesterday as we went out with our Kids Outdoor Zone group, you know, from yeah. Kyle, Texas? It was really neat because we went to the Warren Wildlife Gallery. And if you've never been there, it's a little slice of heaven in downtown Austin. It's in Austin, Texas. Yeah, where they dropped it into the no zone. And it's an incredible uh, opportunity to go and show kids how hunters and outdoorsmen create uh, conservation for the wildlife. And it's a beautiful setup, a beautiful place. They now are open to tours. You can go online and you can book them. If there's an opening, then you can have an availability to come in. It is incredible for you, the family, and the whole thing. But yesterday, we were doing our whole water. We went through, showed conservation. Animals need water, number one thing. And there was a great big uh, water buffalo that we went and visited, you know, as taxidermy, right? And uh, and it was really cool because for lunch, out on the grill, we made what they gave us was Whataburger. I have Whataburger. Water, Whataburger. Water. <laughs> well, let me get this right. Water Buffalo Burger. So we not only, and it was shot by Rick Warren and harvested by him, and he brought it back. 
and now we are serving it to the boys for KOZ, and they're watching that whole circle of life happen that, uh, that is so cool about the conservation. And, and, and uh, if you've never had a water buffalo burger, life will change after you eat that it, burger. It, that is one it's good, good and one of the burger. Kids, it is. One of the, is. our young leaders in training, I talked about the full circle of life. He goes, well, I'm going to go and use the bathroom, and we'll get the real final circle of life here. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a boy or what? It's such a KOZ boy thing to say, but... Hey, uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to Morgan and and Rick, and I know they're good friends of yours, TJ, but they're doing a a really awesome thing down there. And if you ever get a chance, you'll be blown away by what they're doing. Well, it's critically important with with the fight that we have for conservation, raising up the next generation of hunters. Hunters and fishermen are the reason why the... You know, we are the conservationists out there that are watching over the habitats, watching over the lakes and rivers. And um, it is critically important that we train up the next generation on what that looks like. And so many kids today aren't getting outside. They don't, you know, they spend time in front of a computer and it's too hot, too sweat. I mean, I, I did a video for Kids Outdoor Zone yesterday or the day before and i said man you gotta a kid's gotta learn what a yard hose is what is a hose for you know it's for drinking and and keeping yourself cool in the shade of a tree and all those things that even when it's over 100 degrees i don't remember ever wanting to go inside and hang out it was always you can figure it out you go go find the shade of a tree in the middle of the day and you'll see the temperature difference it's huge amen Amen. It's huge. So Cody never, he didn't grow up inside. He was always made to go outside and work. He was, well, it was mandatory. Yeah, made. I didn't really have a choice. Concrete, maybe if I would have. Running a concrete crew since he was seven. <laughs> maybe if I would have had the choice, I would have spent a little more time, uh, you know, inside. But you I were didn't. locked, locked out. It was weird. Locked out the during the day. the wrong way, yeah. Hey, you know. Beef steak, tell yeah. me what you got. Well, my wife saw a picture of uh, Sheriff Cook that was uh, on, and she goes, man, that looks like a true American patriot. And so that made me think of a uh, quote that said, I believe in America because we have great dreams and because we have the opportunity to make those dreams come true. Beautiful. Okay. Did you write it? Of course. Okay. This comes from Psalms 103.13. Like a parent feels compassion for their children, that's how the Lord feels compassion for those who honor Him. You got children, you understand it. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Thank you for hanging out with us in the bunkhouse today. Hey, this week, folks, we want to encourage you to get a kid outside, show them, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is long as you get them into the great outdoors, we're all headed to church. want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. And guys, if you're going to church, 
You can get information on starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Kids Outdoor Zone is an outdoor adventure ministry for the men of the church. The mission field are the boys, fatherless boys and fathers and sons in your community and in your church. You want to donate to Kids Outdoor Zone, support No Kid Left Inside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. From Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, all of our Wranglers, Jack and Isaac, and from myself, TJ Graney, we just want to say God bless. Thank you for listening to the show. Share it with your friends at theoutdoorzone.com. And last but not least, regulators, let's mount up. Man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars My friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut In that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive